Welcome to Sound of Truth Bible Chat. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and with me is Rick Doctor, elder at Harvest Jacksonville. Eleven chapters, starting the Bible off, mm-hmm. and are really, th- these chapters are very significant to understanding the rest of Scripture. Foundational. They are foundational, without a doubt. Um, think about this. We have in Genesis 1 through 11 the explanation for why everything is, because God created everything. How everything is. How everything is. And maybe not fully the why, but that comes later in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but there, this, is a, this is a section of firsts, okay? But before I get into the different firsts, I want to point out that it covers a tremendous amount of history as well. In these 11 chapters, think, think about this, there's 4,100 years of recorded Bible history. That, that, that's, the scriptures cover a span of 4,100 years in terms of what's being dealt with, and over half of that is in the book of Genesis. Right. Genesis covers over half of those years. That's, to be very specific, 2,286 years, and then 2,000 of those 2,286 years are covered in Genesis 1 through 11. Yeah. I'm Think about, about that. Like half? Yeah, so there's 50 chapters in Genesis. No, no, I'm saying... You said, well, if there's 4,000 recorded years... Oh, that's in the whole Bible. 4,100. So a little, little less than half of it is in Genesis 1 through 11. Right. Because you cover about 2,000 years from Adam to Abraham. And then there's only about... 280-something years between Abraham and the end of the book of Genesis with the patriarchs, with his Mm -hmm. sons and grandsons, etc. So that, I mean, 12 through 50, that's a lot of chapters compared to 1 through 11. It's just under 300 years, but then you got 2,000 years from Genesis 1 through Genesis 11. So, um, And then the New Testament, of course, only covers less than 100 years. Yeah. So it, it, it becomes more specific as you go. It's zooming in. It's zooming in. Zooming That's in. right. Yeah. Um, so you have a, several firsts. You have the first humans. You, you have the, the first f- everything. The first everything, <laughs> right? You have the first humans. You have the first days of history. Um, you have the first sin or sins. Mm-hmm. Depends on how you're going to look at the fall. Is it one sin that Adam and Eve both committed, or is it two sins they each committed? However you look at it, we, we, right. it we go singular yeah. with the fall. This was the plunge into why things are messed up. This is the explanation from the Christian worldview as to why we have sorrow and brokenness and sin and strife and all the bad things that happen in this world and in this universe, literally. It all goes back to this one thing that happened in Genesis chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Toil, you know? That's yeah. What, 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 one and two, life was paradise. It was perfect. It was heaven. And then... Chapter 3, sin enters into the picture, into the world. God allowed it. We don't know fully why he allowed it other than for his glory. That's kind of the big yeah, the, answer. The kind of catch-all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the first sense, then from out of that, the first judgments, again in Genesis 3, God, ex- God pronounces judgment upon the serpent, the three primary players in this drama, the fourth being God himself, of course, but involved in the sin, sin aspect. The serpent was in the garden. He tempted Eve who then shared with her husband, Adam, they committed these first sins or sin of breaking God's law and plunged all of human history into this turmoil that we now have to live with. 
So he's pronouncing the judgments upon them in Genesis chapter 3. So the first judgments. The first death. The first death. The, the animals mm-hmm. are slain to cover, to cover their, Adam and, and their Eve's shame. nakedness. Then you have the first, the next chapter, you have the first murder mm-hmm. where Cain kills Abel. You've got the first global judgment in Genesis 1 through 11, the flood. There's all these firsts that occur in Genesis 1 through 11. That makes it very, very significant. But the two most important, or my two favorite first, are found in these two scriptures. One's in Genesis 3, one's in Genesis 4. Genesis 3.15 is the first reference to the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. called the proto-first evangelium, first good news. The first good news is in the judgment that God is pronouncing to the serpent, uh, Genesis 3.15, the Lord says, and I will put enmity between thee, that is the serpent, and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And modern language, the seed of the woman is going to crush Satan. Right. And that is Jesus, and what he did on the cross mm-hmm. is, this is what this is, this is the first reference to this coming Messiah. Yeah. It's the best first it's, in the Bible. It's prophetic, right? Because yeah. it's, he, it, it, it even mentions he doesn't get out of it unscathed, right? He has a bruise on his heel, which is, you know, Small the thing, cross. but he's yeah, he's cro- yeah. he's on the cross, right? But he wins the ultimate victory. Exactly. So it's very it's prophetic, and and how it's turned out there. First prophecy of Christ crucified for us, Genesis chapter three. The other, um, this one's not not my favorite, but it'd be my second favorite in Genesis one through eleven in terms of firsts is in Genesis Genesis chapter four. The last, really, the last phrase in the chapter, and that is, you've had this horrible murder, and we have Cain and Abel in that chapter. That's what most people think of, but a lot of people miss this, this final little statement where it says, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Right, sons of Seth. Yeah, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. This is the first reference to people... Seeking the Lord through prayer. That's significant as well. We, we see very early here, people are seeing the brokenness of the world, and they're saying, we need, we need the Lord, mm-hmm. and they're calling out to Him, which is something all of us must do. We all got to reach a point in our lives where we see that we need the Lord, and then we cry out to Him. And of course, the good news is, is He always responds. He loves to hear the cries of His people as we'll see again in Exodus chapter 2, when we get to Exodus, when it said the, people, the nation of Israel, they were crying, crying out, out to the yeah. Lord, and the Lord heard their cries. And the Lord was already preparing a deliverer for them in the person of Moses at that time. And here we have in Genesis 3.15, the Lord is already preparing for the seed of the woman to be the deliverer for his people. And in Genesis chapter 4, we see them start to cry out, mm. cry out to him. He's available when we cry out to him. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.